What is going down, everyone? It's time for MojoBreak.com, the hype episode 267. We got some topics like Fanatics getting some more money for more acquisitions. We're going to talk about that. We got Bowman Chrome. We've got some prospects that are selling. Bowman Chrome's been out for about almost two weeks now, so we got a little bit of data to dive into. Brock Purdy, see the real deal. Wait for the show on that. And we've got lots and lots of football talk to discuss. But first things first. Screw John Heyman. Cody, screw that guy. Man better never show his face in San Francisco, Bay Area ever again. No. That, you, you cannot play with my emotions like that. Wasn't made, that bad. I made an ass out of myself. Think about all the money we saved as a franchise. What was the, what was the backlog of the story? For the listeners, so, if, they don't, if they're not in the know. So if you're not following the winter meetings, like, look, if you're, if you're not a Giants fan or a Yankee fan, you probably weren't following as closely. But John Heyman, guy's reputed, you know, a guy that people trust in the baseball world. People pe- trusted. Trusted, yes. yes. <laughs> trusted being the key word there. Was he like an Adrian Wojnarowski of baseball? Well, he's, like, um, he's like Buster Olney's counterpart, right? Right. Well, uh, okay. Who's the Woj of baseball? I would put Passin as the Woj of baseball because he always is. Whatever he does, put something out there. You know, it's legit. Uh, Heyman may be more of the. Mm, who should? I mean, b- basketball's weird because it's like there's two guys and then there's kind of just everybody else. Baseball's got like five or six guys, maybe two at the cream of the crop. But anyway, uh, Heyman uh, tweets out that not first of all, arson judge going uh, appears to be a giant deletes that Aaron judge appears to be giant for five minutes. Oh my God. I literally ran across our building. I'm screaming and yelling. There's footage. If, if you're watching this, uh, you can watch it right here. Me making a complete ass of myself. Uh, and then I immediately look at my phone and I'm like, tweet deleted. Why has it been deleted? Turns out he jumped the gun. And, um, as we sit here today, Aaron judge is still a New York. Yankee. I, uh, I was here for it. Go Yankees. I saw Cody run up and down screaming like the greatest thing. I I kind of ran out, slammed a door, and I was like, well, get ready for mediocre baseball for 10 years. <laughs> get ready for... we're not going to have it, anybody. For, I mean, we actually went through the Yankees lineup and the Giants lineup compared them. Cody was actually right on that. Like, the Yankees lineup last year, like, they did have some, like, star talents or some star names that didn't really have great years yeah. besides like judge even stanton had a bad year judge helped to mask a lot of the yankees offensive problems and frankly they paid up because they realized without judge we've got a lot of heavy but lifting they had some, i mean you had names like rizzo yeah. and like lemayhew and you you had like legit names that the giants did not have yeah, I mean, he must have acclimated to the New York weather because when I was there, weather sucks. It's humid. You're sweating. I mean, you can go out to San Francisco. It's like 60, 70 all the time. I mean, I don't know, man. I think I'd rather be in San Fran. He's he born does, in Linden, California. He doesn't, lo- he doesn't love. He doesn't love California like you love California. Yeah. He's born in Linden. Look, I, I think have I, you been to Linden? No, I have not. Yeah, right. I'm from California. I rather, I rather, I rather probably be in New York than San no. Fran. Come on. I mean, you know what they say. You make it there, you make it anywhere. You make it in Linden. (laughs) You make it in Linden. (laughs) You can make it anywhere. Plus, New York pizza is way better than San Francisco pizza. That's fair. There's no question. That is is fair. That is true. Yeah, but Barry Bonds didn't get booed when he struck out in a playoff game. He did not. 
I will say this. Uh, Fans the, are better. The tell should have been the fact that that move got announced at 5.30 in the morning local time here in California for a winter meeting that's happening in San Diego. That is, that's an East Coast guy right there. It's already morning in New York. Let's announce the move at 5 a.m. in San Diego when everyone's still asleep. Yeah, I woke up to that, and that was the first thing I checked, yep. and I was like, John Heyman better take a so six-month six so vacation. You, so, I mean, we've been talking about this for at least like four or five months now. At least. I've been pro not signing Aaron Judge. Cody's been very pro signing Aaron Judge. Uh, how do you feel about him now? Traitor. I'm, He's I'm a scrub, right? Boo his ass absolute, when he gets here. Absolute. Not worth, not worth uh, like one-tenth of the money he was – he was given. Nah, he's a guy. Yeah, it's going to be the worst contract in baseball history. That's what I said yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and we said it before we recorded. Finding out that that video at Thanksgiving week when he arrived in San Francisco, everyone went crazy. Oh, my God, Aaron Judge is checking into a hotel in San Francisco. Finding out that that whole video was staged, that's where I went, oh, he's oh he's the villain in this story. Oh, okay. Bye-bye. We're, we're done. Pay no, I mean, look, now, I'm still heartbroken. But and they even had Steph Curry come out and hang out with him. That's true. Although, but, then, but then you see him with Tom Brady talking in the tunnel. You're like, oh, like he can just talk to these guys already. Like, why did the, it is kind of like, did the Giants think that was going to lure him? Like, he's probably. But I look, I look Steph at that. Con- you look at that contract. You look at his age. He, he isn't he isn't 25. He isn't 26. You're going to get best case scenario four good years out of a nine-year contract. Yeah. Granted, it's the Yankees. The Yankees are not going to be strapped for money. But the Giants financially, even though they do have money to spend, they are not the Yankees. They don't generate that type of revenue. I mean, but it's not. I mean, yes, the Yankees are on a different level when it comes to generating I, I revenue. No but matter, I don't think the Giants No matter are, how that contract looks, though, yeah. like you look at year five, six, seven, eight, and that is like assuming that he does not get injured in that first five years. And if you look in his history, he's missed two years because of injury. Yeah. Well, I think what we need to do, the Giants need to do now, is come out with a marketing plan similar to either Geico or Allstate and say, look how much money we saved on our car insurance. Well, what we need to do like, is... Look how much money we saved by not giving Aaron Judge. We need Judge. to get rid of Lucille. Just... Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Um, Whoa! He ain't no crazy crab here! This is Lucille worst, we're talking! Worst mascot in, no. in sports. Whoa! No. Yeah, I mean, come on. Worse than Thumper? No, well, I mean, it's <laughs> Thumper. <laughs> I got it. I have. To I mean, think he's about no. It. He's no Philly fanatic. I get that. No. But. no, but we don't need a mascot. Let's just get rid of a mascot. Oh, disagree. we don't need a mascot. Disagree. How much would that save the franchise per year? It, it would. <laughs> it would probably. It, it would allow people to want to. We're cut. talking about saving money I for mean, a franchise if, that, when they are clicking, dude, is a top five ma- revenue mascot, generator in this sport. Is it draws what like the kids love them. Kids, five year olds, six year olds, and Shane. <laughs> the kids love Lucille and Shane. And Shane. You know, one of the best tweets I saw yesterday is they said John Heyman meant Aaron Judge is a giant in stature. He's a big man. He's a large. <laughs> That's what he individual. meant. He meant he's a giant in stature. Well, let's get into this fanatics talk, guys, because fanatics just got a bump in some money. They got another seven hundred million dollar in investment for another round, bumping their valuation to thirty one billion dollars and uh it's going to lead to some more acquisitions now obviously in the sports card industry 
We think that there's something that's going to be eminence. But I think, Cody, this is headed down the route of maybe some sports betting. That's what it feels like. I mean, we kind of alluded to it last week when we were talking about it, and there was a feeling in my head reading this like, oh, that's the thing we kind of, that I, I think, kind of, forgot about is that this is this is waiting in the wings right now the fanatics is uh push to get get into sports gambling so uh, clearly there are probably a lot of breakers i maybe maybe they just want to get into sports gambling which you know whatever we we've exhausted that i would like to i mean yeah i I mean i live in i live in california well yeah you know you can't i can't can't do that we can't not allowed just back to my point and i'm not going to be that uh old man yelling at a cloud as cozy would as uh, cody would say but i just don't think you mix the two sports car and, and i'm not saying that fanatics will but you know that's there's very blurred lines when it comes to uh, uh chasing cards and uh chance uh at getting cards that are possibly worth something yeah. as opposed to betting on a team and that's pretty black and white but it's clear yeah that these that i'm sure some of the influencers that are pushing that stuff are positioning themselves to be like well if we're going to be in their good graces we also got to get into the sports i mean gambling. so are we going to be like buy the yankees in a break get the yankees on a parlay i mean are we gonna is that is that what we're headed to or are we gonna be like i mean what what if you were to uh, and you wouldn't be able to do this because each state has their own laws but what if you were able to like pull a card and it's like a futures bet for this team to win the championship the lines are completely blurred then they're completely mixed together then yeah i was gonna i'm, I, I'm not i'm not saying that is going to happen yeah. i'm not i'm just saying like throwing, an idea out there. throwing it out there yeah. i mean it's essentially like the same as putting like a scratcher's ticket uh, into your i, into your I cards, was right? now that i'm hearing this um i mean it makes sense right for fanatics and all-encompassing sports company more mobile company sports card company now they want to get into the sports betting side of it um, it makes sense. I never really thought of it before, but now that you guys are mentioning it, I'm thinking like something along the lines of they they will possibly start bur- um, blurring the lines where they're like a DraftKings app where yeah you can go you can download the Fanatics app you can make your bets there like DraftKings you can set your lineups for that week and you can also get into a sports card rick. Or you know I had an idea when I first heard about them diving into the sports betting industry was. Say they're like, if you do any five-team parlay and you lose, you get a special Trevor Lawrence prism parallel. Or, or, or what about, or what if you, you know get, what I mean? So but, if you lose, you still get something. But what if you get like a, yeah, or what if you get like a box? Right. Like what if you do like a parlay and it's, you know, odds are staggering for that. Like say it's a 12-team parlay and you get them all right and you cover, you get like definitive box. Right. Or legal? even easier, if the if a, a customer loses a whatever a bet or whatever, uh, as a as a comp, they send them a digital version NFT of a card. Right. Or right. Or if you can use the the trading cards as rewards swag. Sure. The more the more bets you make on the app, the more points you get. You can trade your points in for a box. Now I don't I don't necessarily think that they will go to the, like we're all throwing out ideas so it, you know we're, get, just, we're doing them all we're yeah. actually we've given them all so the ideas I, I don't think for that, free. I don't think they're actually gonna do anything where like you lose a gambling bet they give you a physical card or a digital card what I think I think the more realistic thing in my opinion is it all existing within the same umbrella 
of of an app or a, a website or whatever. Yeah, but how do you? I guess how would you offer that? So if you say you tried to put an advertisement into Tops Chrome for your gambling website, um, you can't ship that to California then. Right. I, I mean, yeah, are you I allowed mean, to ship the same product? Because now you have different states with different I don't, rules. I don't think the line. I don't think the lines can get completely blurred until we have every, every single state yeah. able to participate in sports gambling. We have, off the top of my head, I don't know how many states. I, I but I do know California is not one of them, and I know Texas is not as well. Those are the big holdouts. Those are two big ones. Um, I believe New York. You can bet. Yep. Uh, I know Pennsylvania, you can get back. A lot of East Coast, I think it's good. Uh, North Carolina, I don't think you can yet. Alabama, not legal. Alaska, not legal. Arizona's legal. A- Arkansas is legal. Go- California, not legal. Yeah, I'm not going to go through all of them. I'm like but- that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'll, I'll just get what about while, while you guys keep talking. I'll, 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 I'll tell you how many aren't. How about I'm gonna. I, well, if, if I would guess, I would say it's like thirty, 30 something 30, that are legal. Thirty-eight. Yeah, the big holdouts are like you said. Yeah, it is. It's California. Cal- California and Texas are the really big hold holdouts. Um, so it's legalized Florida, in New York. Florida. Yeah. I feel like there is sort of a gray area right now. It sounds like. Uh, but it, I, think I thought it you was could bet in Florida. Yeah, I think it's mostly legal. It, although I'm on a website. I'm on Action.com where it says it's in legal limbo. So. It, May be in jeopardy, but it's gonna. It's Florida. It's gonna. It's, I don't understand California. I don't get it. I uh, well, we've talked about this. I think there's a bigger thing at play with Nevada not wanting it to be legal. Like we, fourteen states. Like, it's, it's not cool. legal. It's not legal in fourteen states. Oh, fourteen states. Look, I, I don't. I I tend to not think that to this go, is then. gonna yeah. be more separate than we think. That this is just another thing Fanatics is doing. I mean, they have so many things that they're doing. It's just another. Uh, it's just another outlet for them. And the fact that they have uh, partnerships with uh, the leagues, I guarantee you those DraftKings and FanDuel's partnerships, gone the moment this happens. Because this is going to more directly benefit them than the other stuff, just like the the card companies are directly benefiting. Well, then it really gets tricky because you can't can't really share the revenue gained on sports betting – with the leagues, yeah, this is where it gets really like, interesting. Somewhere and specifically, teams yeah. somewhere Calvin because if it goes to the league, then the league is going to trickle down and give it to the teams. But those teams are directly what is affecting the sports betting. So right, and you don't and you don't see DraftKings or FanDuel making all the and housing all the merchandise of said teams either. Right, so I mean, because there's many different ways they could use the if they do tie them together. They, but I'm I'm rather than give you a card, they give you a jersey. They can give you a signed jersey. That could be one of the prizes, right? They could hide margin that way. But I'm right. I'm also sure that Fanatics is looking at. I mean, obviously, at DraftKings and and the other company. Like, we want to do that too. Right, and I don't blame them for it. It's 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 a big business, right? I mean, do they get into the daily? Are they going to do just? Prop bets? Are they going to do just straight bets? I mean, who knows? Because right? because DraftKings and and that that co- other company they they started off as just daily. Yeah, but now they offer all encompassing. Like you can well in a certain games states, yeah. and and DraftKings and FanDuel, I I do believe is the same company, right? Yeah, I believe they're now owned by the same. same company. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, okay. it is the same company. Uh, Dan, you kind of alluded to something where now the when you kind of broke it down that way, like oh, there's a looming legal battle ahead here because again, fanatics. What all, all the leagues, if I'm not mistaken, have some sort of 
they're, they're getting something from fanatics like Player, obviously with the for the trading cards yeah yes and, for the and probably license memorabilia right so there is they have some stake in this company yeah so you would imagine with the gambling aspect of it they would um, they would stand to profit and that yeah that would yeah, present I, some major I, legal I, obstacles i would imagine not a not a smart man but no. i i i, I, I see i see a little conflict here yeah well i mean my first instinct as a simple as a simpleton is uh you could you, you, highbrow couldn't, right couldn't you okay, yeah <laughs> couldn't you hedge your bet on how many shirts you made of a certain team like say it's you know like last year for example if you've got the Bengals versus the chiefs and say you're like oh i was i'm sure the chiefs are going to go on so then you make more chief shirts to get out the next day but then you Put money on the Bengals too, right? Or you have more Bengals, but you promote more people to bet on the Bengals, so you're kind of winning on both ends. Now I know shirts are loss leader. I'm just using that as an example that these shirt companies do benefit. Uh, you know, these manu- these people that make apparel benefit when a certain team wins too. So sure, if I you're mean, in, in I, gambling, you could kind of encompass all of that. Guarantee you, like Rams apparel sales through Fanatics is down this year. Yes. At this time last year, Way it was up. up. Right. So uh, they're probably not going back to the printing facility and being like, we need to print up more Super Bowl champion shirts from the Rams last year. Sure. Yeah. Why? Why would you want to do that? It's bad, right? Right. Unless you're just like, we want to lose money. We're, right. We're, we're going to try to like produce something that we're going to have to instantly discount. Right. Yeah, I just said just it's a it's a weird kind of uh, universe that they're in where they have athletes, cards, and gambling all in one. So I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um, but we'll what do we? I mean, wait, so we the the meat and potatoes of the story is the fact that they were able to get an extra seven hundred million. Yep. To increase their evaluation to thirty one. Billion, billion, and that's with a B. Yes, thirty-one billion dollars, uh, seven hundred million for acquisitions. I, I think the first thing, and it, it, the hot topic that we've been talking about for the last six months is the acquiring of Panini. Speculation, but maybe there was a deal in place where. All that money wasn't paid for up front. Maybe it was going to be maybe four, six, 12 installments of a specific period of time as Tops Fanatics basically came in and took over. Maybe Panini was like, if we're going to sell, we want, we want everything up front. So in order to do that, they needed to raise some more funding. Again... Specul- I, that's just throwing stuff against the wall I mean, and seeing what sticks But here. bigger picture, I mean, I guess for the sports card industry, is that, that people in a somewhat down market in general, that investors felt more comfortable giving Fanatics more money. So that's probably a, a good sign for probably mainly Fanatics as a whole, maybe not so targeted on the sports card segment, but like people feel more comfortable the way that sports are selling. Man, I, I feel that that 700, uh, 700 million is pretty much exactly what Panini is was probably asking for. Well, and they got I, they I, got they got 1.5 billion um in March. So they went basically went back and got another 700 million. So there was people willing to give them more money. So 
um, for the health of their company, that's probably a pretty good sign. I mean, obviously, if your company's uh, valued at uh, $31 billion. I mean, luckily, luckily, the FTX guy didn't get involved in this somehow, right? Didn't, didn't throw <laughs> any money on there? Yeah, I hope there's not, like, Fanatics coins somewhere where they're like, yeah, let's use all of that profit to, to make some bets on, uh, you know, on, on, on... I tried on, to watch that guy. He was on... Um, mm. They had an ABC interview with him, and I... Quite a character. I couldn't understand what he was talking about. He, <laughs> from from the Bay Area, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, all of this is Bay Area. Was a uh, was a, a blogger on the McCubby Chronicles? No way. Was he really? He he was definitely definitely was a blogger for for the Giants, right? Not like for the Giants, but one of the I want to say McCubby Chronicles, but I I'd could be wrong. That um, would be what a wild turn he, of events. Yeah, he Boy, had he had a, a story. And that's why Judge didn't come over. And that's why Judge. He's like, nah, bad character. He had Those a story. It was like some fraudsters there. 20, 2012, I believe. And he was like complaining about the lineup that he he had he had the lineup. He had the he had he had the secret sausage. <laughs> That was gonna get made. My guy, dude, <laughs> dude went from complaining about uh, Dan Ortmeyer and John Bowker to frauding people out of billions of dollars within a decade. Man, so it was the blog hosted site was called Measuring Shadows. Oh, okay. a blog about thoughts, games, and ethics. Uh, Thirty nine posts, 16, 16 were filed under the tag baseball. Um, okay, and but, the team that had a tag were the San Francisco Giants. So he's a Giants oh, blogger, Giants fan. And that is the natural progression. Become Look. a Giants fan, start a cryptocurrency platform, and then defraud people of clearly billions of dollars. What happened here? Because what, 2016 is when he's like, no, nah, I'm done talking, blogging about the Giants? I mean, that was a rough year. The second half of 2016 was a bad year for Giants baseball. So maybe if the Giants had, uh, you know, ponied up that offseason and gotten some bigger names, maybe we wouldn't be, uh, you know, in this situation right yeah, now. Yeah, and I believe he started a company called Alameda first, which I don't know if that's any correlation to the city of Alameda. Yeah, no, it is. It's there's some base. I wonder if he tried to step in before Oracle got the naming rights and try to be step in and make it uh and then he moved on to LA gosh could you imagine if it's FTX Park FTX right now? Park good lord like well, right well i mean so it was Miami yeah the the where the heat play right yep. that was FTX and now they they've changed it already right they i, I have no idea what I, even the name is at this point in Miami a, yeah they spray painted an x for <laughs> pretty <FTX>. much x <laughs> Well, I want to kick this. Uh, I want to kick this over to C Rad because uh, I want to check in on Bowman, and I know you've done a lot of Bowman. Like, what have you seen? And specifically, Bowman Chrome, obviously the one that just came out. What have you seen with this Bowman release that you can compare to uh, to no other Bowman release? I mean, in terms of um, hitting the big name prospects, it's 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 on par with the the majority of years that I've opened up a Bowman draft. I mean, Bowman uh, Chrome. Uh, you're getting a good amount of uh, the the bigger names, the prospects now, and and I always remind people like, you know, maybe you're not getting the guy that's big now, but he could be pretty big in the future. Um, but in terms of the big name prospects, I'm hitting them at a pretty good rate um, amongst all the teams. There's there's it seems like there's a lot of guys to chase, honestly, uh, based on on you know what the teams sell for and and you know how fast they've been going. So good good product again this year which again we said it last year is not always the case for Bowman Chrome because some years Bowman Chrome's like there's like even though there are 
down years down the line we realize oh man that guy was in bowman chrome but like right away it's like some some, some years there's like nobody that people are chasing yeah i feel like 2021's kind of faded away with chris and hernandez now I but, mean, they, they, but of, they were huge back then. they were huge back then so oh, we'll yeah, last year see, we'll see if this one you know sticks sticks with it um looking at some of these numbers we analyzed some of the early sales of jackson cheerio um brady house uh vaquero and uh roderick arias Anything stick out at you here, Cody, as a, as a baseball aficionado on, on some of these early prices? Uh, that people are paying too much for Jackson Cheerio. I'm just going to throw it out there, man. <laughs> like, he's a brewer, and look, uh, more power to the kid if he makes it. But, like, you're a Milwaukee. Water Franco is a ray. I get it. I get it. But, but people have pivoted over to Julio Rodriguez pretty quickly. I mean. I mean, who wanders those sales? I think, I think we had this conversation, and we put too much value on – teams when it comes to baseball prospects because he comes out and he is the best player in the league why does it matter it doesn't matter you're right but i i guess i see that and i also how did he climb up so fast though because the back of his card says he's like 30th in the brewers organization well Well, now he's one that's out yeah that's out of date he had an incredible year this year he did skyrocket through the system so uh, and he went from yeah he's now the 10th i think overall prospect in all of baseball going it, it does feel very reminiscent to when everyone was kind of sleeping on Juan Soto and then suddenly Soto is in the major leagues after like two years in the minors. Um, it's not quite that of a meteor. It's not that quite meteoric of a rise here, but I think that's what it is, is that he went from an unknown to like, oh, this guy's the real deal, which I think that's exciting for a lot of people that it, it, it almost gives you more confidence that he is going to be the real deal because no, but everybody was sleeping on him. And just to go over some of the numbers, so an orange auto, number to 25, which is, uh, you know, as Dan says, your daddy's orange, went for 9550 so 9550 A, a yellow, number to 75, went for <laughs> 7500 Not a great deal. A orange shimmer went for 5000 thousand six hundred and i want to put this in perspective i want to shout out the ebay vaults we will have a podcast coming soon with bob from ebay and we're gonna be talking about the ebay vault i actually started using it last night and i bought a lebron james michael jordan dual auto from 2007 upper deck graded an eight and i bought it for eighty three hundred dollars so my question to you guys is would you rather have a Jackson Cheerio orange number to 25 for $9,550, or would you rather have a LeBron James Michael Jordan licensed dual auto number to 20? Is anybody going to pick Jackson Cheerio? No. No. Makes for a bad, of course not. Makes for a bad podcast if nobody. I will say this because it's it's – you know, I'm me, me, me being the basketball guy. I was, I was obviously choosing LeBron Jordan. I will say this: the upside is not as exciting. That's as a trio. That's true. That's a good. Can point. it go up from ninety five fifty? I actually, I actually if think if he's like, even if he's not like, even if he's like, who's the guy that sold like for well, half okay, a million dollars? Okay, cool, recently? cool. So, what if he is Ronald Acuna in two years? Yeah. At, that's more. It's going right. to be worth more than ninety five hundred. Yeah, it will be. Can you go? Can you go get me a orange Ronald Acuna for under ten grand right now? <laughs> no, but I can tell you what. I'm getting ready, and it's like, man, we're we are sponsored by eBay and, and some some right, but we're doing our eBay live on uh, December fourteenth, and I pulled out a Jonathan India. Good player, right? Jonathan India, pretty good player. Won the well, not last year, but won the rookie of the year well, a couple we, years ago. We're, we can't we can't compare. 
because we know what Jonathan Andy is. Do we though? But here, here, here's here, here's my example. I was like, all right, I'm gonna put this on eBay Live because it's an it's, a, it's an orange. It's actually a nine five ten, and I went to price this thing out. A red, a red number to five sold for nine hundred. Daddy's red or Daddy's what? red sold for nine hundred dollars. Oh. 900, not the extra zero, not 9,000. Color match. With, with, with prospecting, no. Like, so I'm like the orange then of Jonathan India is a $500 card. Maybe. Right? Yeah. But a Jackson Churio is 9,550. And that's the beauty of this hobby. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying that's a good thing. Get your money, get your bag, right? But how do we go up? You better be. He better be uh, well, Wander and Julio put into one. If he actually surpasses his year that he had last year in the minors, then 100% that card will go up. If he gets called up in next summer, it will go up. But that will also be the time to sell. Yeah, you can't you can't wait cuz if he goes yeah. if he does the Joey Bart, the Joey Bart call up tour, then yeah, you, if he, you, if we've seen what happened there. If he's going up and down, yeah, it's not going to work. If he's and, Joe Adele, then it's not going to work. And also, what's up with his auto? I mean, it's not bad, but it's it looks like BH. It does. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> I, I, where do you get the JC in there? It is. What's his middle name? A, lo- a lot of these kids. Billy Hamilton. Again, a family. lot of these kids are international players, though, right? They're they're not their first language not they, they didn't because like that's why I, I especially in Bowman Chrome I give a lot of these kids like some leeway because I'm like their first you know. Hanrin was probably not English. He's right? from Venezuela. Yeah, so. I, I actually, I, I'm. So, what is a? And I, do you have a computer? Maybe Cody can look this up. What is an orange first Bowman auto of Bobby Witt or Jason Dominguez go for? I'll look it up right now for you if there's one sale. And I would like to compare this kid's prices to those. I mean, Bobby Witt. We've already seen him come up. think he's going to be a very good player. He's delivered. He's going to be a good player. And defensively, there's issues, but the hobby doesn't really Jason care about Dominguez, that. still very young, could not be in a better position in a better market. Anyone want to take a guess? I just found a BGS. Oh, uh, well, no, that's not an auto. Uh, I heard a lot of recent ones. No, there's some up there for sale, but nothing that's nothing sold. Nothing recent. And how much are people asking for then? Thirty-five thousand and then seventeen thousand. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, D- Dominguez. Dominguez. Jason again has not made a debut. Had a good year. But in I, the but I, last I mean, year. you want to talk about the potential? Woo-hoo. Someone's asking forty-two thousand for a PS. Eighteen thousand on eight, a. Somebody's eight. asking eighteen thousand for a nine five ten. Yep. Okay. Wait, so let's say. But that's double. That's that's. Again, but, he's not made his debut. He hasn't, but he's a Yankee. He's a Yankee. And he, and Which he, is why I and, argue that Roderick Arias is the fact that his stuff is pretty close to these prices is kind of mind-boggling to me. For, and he was the number one international prospect, much like Jason Dominguez. Does make sense? And Jason Dominguez, and I know this isn't your daddy's orange, but it's the first Bowman on the card. Sapphire orange version, number to 25, $3,800. Just saying. I mean that. That's what, and I know with bits. I know in 2020, PSA 10. When 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 Bowman 2020 came out, and everybody was chasing. The market was in a in a different spot than we are now. Uh, but I think I've said it before. I think Jason Dominguez 
and maybe Bobby Witt for that matter, because I think his stuff is relatively inexpensive. Goodbyes. Over over a guy like we were talking about before, Jackson Cheerio, with the uncertainty. He could be a guy who just had to put it together for one year yeah. in the minors. I mean, this is this is sort of the roller coaster of baseball prospecting. When the when a product comes out and you've got like the four or five names, that's a great time to sell those guys. I don't think it's a good time to buy those guys. Then things they play in the minors for another year or two. That's really a, that's really the time to strike if you want to buy those guys. And then great time to sell again if those guys do get called up. I just say like, what is so the what like is that. the percentage like of selling after hitting it? Like waiting, like the percentage of you making money beyond the first month of you pulling it, the percentage has got to be like under ten percent. Yeah, you got to get out early. I, if, I, I think that's you, you got to get, you get you out early. Get, well, you either got to get out early or you got to get out right before the call up. Right, because I we've seen it how many times? Like players get called up and they at times don't have a great first week. They don't have a great debut, and then. They kind of look like, well, that's just an average player. So all that what if, like the great going to be the next Mike Trout, like kind of goes out the window. Like he's okay, right? I think kind of saw that with Bobby Witt, and Bobby's Bobby Witt's better than just okay. Jared Kelnick probably Jared is Kelnick, the best like, example recently. Yeah, you look at him, and you're like, a good ball player. Yeah. Jonathan India, good ball player. He'll be on a major league roster, but it's a five hundred dollar card, yeah. right? So yeah, I mean, now I don't know. I don't know what Jonathan India's peak. India coming up was always going to be a good like hitter, but he never was going to hit for power. And we know wasn't highly touted. We know that this industry, when it comes to prospecting, power is king. Like you hit home runs and you hit long home runs, your cards are going to go through the roof. It doesn't matter if you hit three hundred. But if you hit 500-foot bombs and you hit them on a regular you know, regular basis, that's what's going to drive up your cards. By the way, I just have to interject because uh, we're talking about a Reds player and you're talking about power, uh, a guy that— Adam Dunn. I, Adam Dunn, yes. That, that, that would be one. Uh, Aristides <laughs> Aquino, a guy who was a—man, oh. the hobby was going nuts for Aristides Aquino that crazy month he had. Uh, I believe he's now playing in Japan. That quickly. Two well, years and he went, but see, he was one of those beauty finds that you went back and he was a dollar. And then he went to like $200 in a week. So guys were able to cash out. Those that did were smart, obviously. Um, but then, yeah, now now didn't make the team out of, on spring training, I think. No, this he last didn't even year, make right? the team. And I believe now he's decided I'm going to go and fix my swing and uh, go overseas and do that. And I believe Conrad has a uh, tinfoil hat conspiracy, you may call it, with a certain Dodgers prospect. Yeah, Luis Rodriguez. He he's got a theory. Yeah, from from last year's Bowman Chrome. Yep. The guy uses auto pin. This is it's obvious. Oh well, well, I mean, we gotta like, allegedly, allegedly, like you can't <laughs> allegedly, think, allegedly, you can't, you can't just come out and be like that. That's fact. I I don't believe it because I think it's just you know maybe he's just a guy that takes There's, pride. There is absolutely no way, in my opinion, that he signs that perfectly of an autograph. Every and I've seen him not just in his Bowman Chrome product. Now we've seen him in a lot of Bowman products this year, second year prospect autos, and a lot of different products. Um, it's a perfect, literally a perfect autograph every single time. And there are like you can 
probably look at see the dot marks on his on his autograph. I don't know because this this little Pac-Man face at the beginning of his auto looks different in a few of his cards. I mean, you, I you could pull up all you, you guys at home look up Luis Rodriguez auto. He has the most perfect auto in the game right now. It's a really so nice we should be auto. in the game. We should be praising him as opposed to saying that Oh, no, that's not auto pin. No, I don't think so. There's too many loops and curves. It's too hard, man. Like, I'm thinking of the Dak Prescott one that is so clearly, like, like very There's so sharp. many perfect looped and curves on Luis Rodriguez's autograph. I mean, maybe the guy's just got nice handwriting. Great we don't know. handwriting. Yeah. No. Uh, hey, you want to talk about Juan, how do you get Luis Rodriguez guys, out of that? Guys, we have seen yeah, so many say, autographs in Luis our time. Luis Rodriguez at all. How many times have we've seen a bazillion autographs in this industry? Nobody signs that perfect okay. every single time. No, wait a minute. Now I'm looking at literally two purples back to back, where because he uses. You know what it is? Is because he uses the the line stroke to rest all the, the letters the on there, the which makes it nice. But I'm looking at one right now. I don't know if you can see it. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna show it to the camera right now. Okay, there's that one, the purple. I'm sorry, the focus is bad, but you can clearly see He's, the letters are off of the line versus. This one, where the letters are resting on the line. So there we go. It's he, he, he obviously is signing some of them while the machine is signing the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> we, I don't know who's his agent. You, you, know, you know for sure he's taking at least five times the amount of time than everybody else. All right. Bro. So is, he's Mar the is Mariano one. Rivera? Is he an auto pen? No. His, it, his, auto, his auto looks similar. Like, as far as, like, straight. How, how straight and symmetrical and perfect it, it looks, is. Yeah. yeah. That is a good question for you guys on social media. Is there a better baseball autograph than Luis Rodriguez? Is okay. there a better I mean, one? I mean, objectively, there's probably some that people find more aesthetically pleasing, but he has a perfect in terms of being symmetrical and like the placement of his dots and the the, the swirls on every. He has like he has like ten swirls on his autograph, dude. Like how and why? It I'll, is, I'll throw one out. I, I don't know if it's my He's no Jonathan Kaminga. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> a brevity. Anyway, uh, I'll throw one out there. I don't know if it's my all-time favorite, but it's my recent favorite. Rodolfo Castro, have you pulled that auto? Yes. Love that auto. Yeah. Great yeah. looking it, it auto. It is a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what what do you guys think? Who has a better auto? Who's some of your favorite penmanship? And, and all playing ability aside, aesthetically pleasing, who has the best autograph? Um, but yeah, Rodolfo Castro's got a lot of angles in his. It's a lot going on. A lot of angles. It's hard to auto pin that one. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for watching the hype. Before we get back to the action, we want to let you know about the brand new eBay Vault. Now, why vault your cards with the original Marketplace? Well, that's because the eBay Vault isn't just a way to protect what you collect. It's a new way to trade. Not only have your cards never been safer, thanks to their secure, climate-controlled facility, but you're also locking in real savings. You pay no sales tax when you ship to or transact within the vault, and there are no storage fees for two years. Just imagine what you can do with all that money that you're saving. And with the eBay Vault seamless in-app experience, you can track, buy, and sell your cards in real time. From listing your cards in seconds with eBay Collection to tracking trends with the eBay Price Guide, managing your collection is more seamless than ever before. The eBay Vault. Buy. Sell. Secure. Let's get into something that I've been excited to talk about all week long. We're going to skip right past that week 13 stars. We're going to talk about big... Bad 
Brock Osweiler. Purdy. Oh, you didn't uh, say it, dude. Brock Purdy, baby. Osweiler. Mr. Irrelevant. Having the best Brock. Comes in, <laughs> beats the best team in the AFC by himself. Comes in by himself, pretty much. What? It was zero to seven when he came in. Wait, the game was thirty-three wait, to eighteen. Wait, 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 wait. Who in their right mind has ever said the Dolphins were the best team in the AFC? Pretty close. They're Top up five. there, but they're not the best. I, did you just hear? I mean, can we play it back? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I did don't you just hear it? Feature right now. Well, they have a lot of former 49ers, and they have one of our coaching pedigrees there as well. Doesn't so, make them the best. It does. But Brock Purdy's stock is going up, and it, it, all of a sudden, the 2022 rookie class, I've been saying this all year, you guys are sleeping on it, because now we have another guy. We have autos going for $900 of Brock Purdy. We've got a 2022 certified gold auto. Number to ten, nine hundred dollars. You got a number to one ninety nine black Panini black sticker auto, eight hundred and sixty. Oh, that just reminded me. I just put up a PYT, and I did not. So somebody could go get the Niners right now if you're oh, listening. Geez. Let me get on there. <laughs> but uh, I looked back. There's never been a Mister Irrelevant that's been relevant. So it's it's about time to show everybody else that you if you continue to dream, your dreams can come reality, and you could be a superstar starting against Tom Brady. In your first career start, so Brock Purdy, we got, we got, we're 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 glad in the Bay to have him. And uh, <laughs> why, are you, why are you guys laughing at me? Why are you guys laughing at me? Niner fans, I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. Well, right? I mean, we're eight and four it, now. Like, it like doesn't even doesn't even matter, man. It can bring back. Bring back JTO, man. It's just like I've always Josh Johnson. I I, I, I got got a uh, insurance uh, policy there. Also, I want to know where, where where was the where was the praise for my my man Jimmy G um when he won that Mexico game? I think there was yeah. plenty of praise for him. I we don't think, all, I don't no, think he, he did very well. We actually had mentioned well. more about Brock Purdy right now than we have Jimmy G in a positive light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we talked a lot about Trey Lance and I how would, he is the he is the second coming to Patrick Mahomes. I would just like to say I have been quiet through this whole thing and have said nothing. I just want to throw that out there. I, well, I haven't said anything you're, either. You're yeah, because we talk, know because we know you're, about you're about a Charger fan. About <laughs> Herbert, like so. <laughs> okay, let me throw this out there then. Uh, and, and again, as a Niner fan, I'm saying this, and I'm sorry if this is upsetting. This has got Bailey Zappi written all over it, doesn't it? Again, no. I was going to bat for Zappi, and it was partly joking, partly, you know, partly fun and all that, but, like, this is just Bailey uh, Zappi all I'll, over I'll break, again. I'll break this down. For the hobby I'll, perspective. I'll break, from I'll the break, hobby perspective. Well, maybe, but I'll break this down in real life. So now there is almost four quarters of footage with Brock Purdy, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Go, you got the You got the Buccaneers coming in. They have tape footage now that they can prepare. The Niners are not going to be able to open up their full playbook. It is going to be limited. He is not Jimmy Garoppolo. So the, the, it's going to be tough for Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy got lucky in his first game. It is going to be tough. It is going to progressively get worse yeah. the more footage that is out on him. He Quarterbacks don't get passed over. That many times in a draft, because you don't become Mister Irrelevant. You don't become Mister no Irrelevant reason. when you're the greatest to ever do. No, because people were sleeping. He actually turned down Alabama. He had a chance to go to Alabama. Okay, he did. Well, he turned down Alabama because he wouldn't sniff the field. Right. Well, why not go to Iowa State? Go there for four <laughs> years. Go to go, he, to, go to UC Davis. 
Go Aggies. <laughs> he was Gator he was Arizona Gatorade player of the year in 2017 after setting Arizona state Gatorade? He was the Arizona State State's Gatorade player of the year. The whole state. He's the whole state of Arizona. That's right. And they produce a lot of good football players. That's right. Including Gronk. <clears throat> so which I think he just went to this college. There, Look, but. this is fun. This was a fun week. Well, the Jimmy G getting hurt's not fun. No. That is not fun. Yeah, you guys should be bummed. I am bummed. <laughs> you guys should be bummed. Look, if you guys, I, I feel I'm that, refreshed. I, I actually feel that like it's a well. I part of Niner fans are like, we rather have Brock Purdy in there than Jimmy Garoppolo. No, no, now. Doug's now, like, yeah. I, I will say this. <laughs> like, Doug's like, I, yeah, I, I will say this. But I didn't want Jimmy to get hurt. I don't. Th- everyone's like, oh, it's doom and gloom. You can't win without Jimmy G. I feel like we are now seeing the proof that this is a team that wins with their defense and with an incredible array of offensive weapons and that you can get away with a game manager. You're telling me in today's, today's football, That's you right. can win the Super Bowl. Based on your defense. If your defense is that good. Uh, we saw it not that long ago with Peyton Manning and the Broncos defense. when the Peyton Manning was not the Peyton Manning that we saw. Are we going to compare Peyton Manning that, that year to Brock year, Purdy? That one year where he was not that good. He was still Peyton Manning. I mean, I'm not comparing him to Brock Peyton. Purdy, but He's I'm just telling Manning. you, was, you was, can win without a great Was, was that Broncos, Pey- Peyton Manning, and granted, uh, you know, I love Peyton Manning. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks. Of course. Um, but uh, he looked terrible that year. Like, he absolutely good. terrible. Yeah, he had dead arm. Um, was that the era right before the mobile quarterback was really a thing? It might have been well, right. Vic well, was Newton was there. Cam New- that was the Cam Newton Vic. MVP year. Yeah. I know, I know they, they were always in the league, like starting with Vic, who's like you know obviously the early two thousands. But I'm I'm saying like that now, like now you all teams are almost like we need a mobile quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And Brock Purdy is much more mobile than Jimmy Garoppolo. So we've opened up the playbook. We're gonna run the table thirteen and four heading into the playoffs, yeah. which might still be the third seed. But see, the real hard you, problem you is gonna think be that you guys are not gonna lose a game no. with Mister Irrelevant starting. Yeah, no. Dude. Do you see who we I play? Am, I am not I, sure I, you know how prime, long Brock marijuana Purdy. is legal in, in <laughs> California. <laughs> we, for I a mean, while. We are, this is a prime example. <laughs> yeah. Like, woo, Brock Purdy, baby. I don't know how long they will be able to go with him as QB, but I can tell you, I re- please, if you've got any Brock Purdy of any kind worth something, sell it right now. This very minute, pause the podcast. I think, I think go sell I think those Doug's cards. Like, no, you you hold, you hold, you hold. This You're guy holding hold. there's never been a Mister Irrelevant in the history. It we're hold, due. Hold, 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 hold on for dear life. Good hold Lord. on. <laughs> I'm actually gonna go buy a jersey right now. It's I'm, funny I'm, you I'm, say hold because in a way Brock Purdy is sort of the Dogecoin of of sports cards. <laughs> Dogecoin. Where it's like, whoa, it's going crazy. This is like a five, this was point one cent and suddenly it's seventy five dollars. Or and then it just, just plummets a, just again. Just a Dogecoin of the NFL. That's <laughs> Purdy coin. Brock Purdy coin. Brock coin. They're sold out. They're sold out. <laughs> I mean, I do gotta say, like Niner fans, like. Any hot jersey, it's usually. I mean, who is who is uh, Hayne? Oh yeah, Jared Hayne. Jared Hayne. Well, like, that was Thunder was from Down Under. He, he lit it like his jersey sold out. That was wild. And was I don't a, even, what a, what a I don't moment. even think he ever got on the field in a regular season game. <laughs> Man, he had a great 
Uh, he put his shoulder down and knocked some dude out in a punt return in preseason. And, and you, it was, it, it, it it was a been... run. It was literally a sprint to the team store. Yes. And like, I need to get a Jared Hangers. Never has a preseason moment done more for the reputation and of the I guy. Mean, it was ridiculous. I, the, the Brock Purdy jerseys are probably, they're probably moving. Yeah. They're what? probably moving. Well, did you see how 100% good he looks? 100% against the best team Purdy in the AFC. Next week. No. 100%. What the, I Okay, can we also be honest? Did you guys beat Kansas City? Can we can we be honest? <coughs> no, we no, 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 can we be honest so. too? Uh, that we didn't have Brock Purdy then, though. In that first half, <laughs> Tua, Tua, they sh- <coughs> that should have been like at least a tie game, if not a Dolphins like. I think Tua. I think Tua. Truly Tua did not play. I well. think Tua truly is a right-handed quarterback. Tua missed. I think a he's lot been of throwing throws. left-handed the whole time. He's it's wrong. He overthrew a lot of guys. Oh, but it was it's, it's to his mistakes, not the the best defense. No, that's the ever defense been did a great a job. But the first half, there were some moments where I went, "Boy, did the Niners get lucky!" Well, in the second half, like Tua just could not. Granted, the Niners had a good game plan against Tua, but he just could not do anything. He could not get like Waddle and Hill like into the mix. Couldn't I mean, get going. I mean. Hill had a pretty good game still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, seeing that guy on the field because I was at the game, that, that like incredibly fast. It's insane. Once he got the ball, he's like he's just a mighty mouse out there running, dude. He's just it's insane. But how fast that guy is. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think I think Big Bad Brock is one and one after this week. I don't I, think any. I, I, any. I, I, well, let's I, take a, let's gonna... take a quick poll. Invest in Brock. No, invest in so. Brock. Uh, I'm at not, eight I'm at eight a, at eight hundred dollars, <laughs> like I, right now, right now, right I, now, right now. It, don't, okay, I'll say this: the only reason I, I'm not investing, also part of the reason is bet because there's not really any staple football products out yet that I would want to. But oh, he I may not be his. it because he's a seven. He's a seventh I know, but, guy, but, right? but, and, and, and I think he'll his contenders will be a sticker too. He'll be in contenders. Yeah, but As a sticker, it's though. probably gonna be a sticker, yeah. and then he probably won't, he probably won't even have a true RPA in NT. Right, he'll probably just have like an on card yeah, auto, I mean, which kind of seems like another guy from 2000. Didn't have a lot of cards. <clears throat> okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Once again, can I just throw out? This is Bailey Zappy all over again. When we threw out Jogi Lee, Tom Brady, it's happening again, dude. <laughs> Good lord, Tom Brady. Actually, I I was talking to Doug during lunch. I I actually think Tom Brady will be a Niner next year. It wouldn't be that shocking. I think. I think that is. I, I, think, I think that's going to happen. I think if anything, the the Jimmy G injury, I think almost guarantee. I, I think it gives the best chance that they are going to shift away from Trey Lance and they are going to go and look at some other options. No, I I think they will. I think Tom Brady will finish his career with the with the with the Niners. I think they will be like, here you go, Trey Lance. You're going to be able to like learn from Tom learn Brady. from. Tom Brady. So Which, we can't. Yeah. We can never use the fact that you didn't have somebody in front of you that. Yeah. And if you're Trey, see the game like nobody else. Dude, you I, kind of accept I, that. I, I, I hate. I hate to say this, dude, but if the Niners have Tom Brady and they have the same team, they're fu- they're easily winning. The yeah. Next yeah game. I, I I would I would I would agree. But with, it's not going to happen because Brock Purdy's going to run the table. They wouldn't need Tom. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to win it right Tom now, dude. dude if, Brock Purdy if, is running if, the table. If, Brock Purdy's going to get the Aaron if, Judge money. If literally, if it comes down to. Tom Brady's like, I want to be a Niner. And John Lynch is like, sorry, we have Brock Purdy. <laughs> I mean, that's you're, you're that, no longer a football fan that, anymore. That, well, I don't I don't give I don't give a crap. But uh, that that is worse than the Aaron Judge Giants thing that happened. If if it literally like the Niners are all Tom, you can walk. We got Brock. Have you seen Brock? 
<laughs> Everybody <laughs> loves a great underdog story. Of course. Mr. Are Irrelevant. You Everybody but you guys are not up underdogs, on. though, dude. Are you yeah, but he is. Yeah, he are is, you telling me you Niners wouldn't want to see TB12 on the 49ers? He wants it. Tom, Tom wants it. You you wouldn't you'd be like no, don't no don't don't take out thirteen. Well, I'll let you know after the season. Can I throw something? Dude, out? Brock Purdy is not going to win a Super Bowl. No. At least starting. Wouldn't that be so? Well, there's a reason why we didn't keep Nate Sudfeld. Studfeld. There's a reason why they chose <laughs> Purdy over Sudfeld. Boy, if you told me at the beginning of the season. We would be debating the down to your third quarterback, of Brock if you're Purdy. If you were telling me that Brock Purdy would actually see the field, I'd be like, "Man, the Rams probably already clinched that division." Right? Man. Like, I'd be like, "We're <laughs> <And yeah>. uh, <laughs> right." Uh, hey, well, it's, you, uh, it's opposite. I think back. I think we did say something about him early on that we said and, Brock Purdy will be playing this and, year. Yeah, I like, think you made the prediction. If, if you would have told me Brock Purdy did, would be actually. playing for the Niners and Baker Mayfield would be playing for the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> and, and can I throw this out there? You know, I want to pivot to some of the stars from last week. And that you right now, in this very moment, I know Matt Stafford's hurt, that Jared Goff has a better chance to make the playoffs right now. A hundred percent. It's insane. Jared Goff is looking incredible. And I am rooting. I'm rooting for Jared Goff. It's hard to root against the Lions. Lions They're like my second favorite team. It's hard to root against Jared Goff. I told you guys the first week of the season, first podcast we did of this before the NFL started, I was like, Lions are going to be a good team. Eagles are going to be a really good team. Now, Lions, they took a while to get there. But, um, yeah, just watching them play is fun, dude. They They have a great offense, dude. Would... The Lions, like, I mean, obviously, like, if you're on hard knocks, there's a substantial curse that goes along with that. Mm. Not many teams make the playoffs. What, who was the last team that was on hard knocks that actually made the playoffs? That's a great question. Um, Houston, well, the Cardinals are on there now, Houston, right? It might have, but they started off terrible they that did. year. They did. Mm. But I think you're right. I think it was uh, Bill O'Brien. I think it might have been Houston. Yeah, with um, D Hop, with a young D Hop. Yeah, with his rookie year. Yep, thirteen, I think. Right? No, it, no, because Watson was there. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, then maybe not. But yeah, who? I mean, good. Two thousand one Ravens were ten and six. That is a long time ago. <laughs> no, I don't know if that's it. Uh, okay. Yeah, the Chiefs were a four and twelve, two thousand seven. Twenty years of hard knocks curse right there. Boy, it's worse than the Madden. I curse. was gonna say Madden curse. Who cares it, now? No, it, no. Two thousand nine Bengals went to the playoffs, but lost in the wild card round. Okay, Carson Palmer's Bengals. Two thousand. Oh, that was when you got hurt. I think that year, right? That was yeah. Uh, two thousand ten Jets, eleven and five, second lost to Steelers in the AFC. Championship. Oh, was that was that that was Rex Ryan, right? Yep, let's that's when he had the go, uh, Mark let's, Sanchez. Let's go get a snack. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> now, and uh, before we let C-Rad go here, he has a theory on why the Raiders are winning, right? A theory? Yeah, because you said it was after Ooh. Derek Carr cried. Oh, yeah. It took, it took De- as I was saying, like, as jokingly the other day, I was like, all it took was for Derek Carr to cry, cry me a river for, for the team. When to did respond. he cry? I missed it. It was, at, it was at the press conference after the game. At when they were like two and seven? Yeah. No, it was after, was it after Cardinals game? It was not the Saints game where they where they got blown out. It was the game after the Saints game, which was I believe it was the Cardinals. Where yeah, they and blew he the lead. And he ba- yeah, and he basically was like nobody nobody cares. nobody cares. He's like nobody cares in this locker room. Yeah, and then since then they won three in a row. Seemed to care. You know, I mean, obviously me and Dan are going to the game tomorrow. We're gonna see what happens tomorrow. But um, is this the one? 
they need and we looked at it like their chances they they need to they need to win the next two three yes. and, and they basically need the chargers also to lose, i mean the chargers have a tough lose schedule. a couple games yeah. so, brock purdy Derek carr and the jets as well. super bowl arizona boy <laughs> Brock Purdy, huh? Versus DC. Brock Purdy versus the Raiders in the Super Bowl. Man, uh, man just like I, everyone thought. Man, I would be literally the biggest Raider fan. I would probably <laughs> I would probably go. I'd probably go and just get decked out in silver and black. Oh yeah. Pin our faces in Dan everything. would oh. be the guy in the skull the skull and crossbones oh, in yeah, black like, hole. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, why are there two yeah, of them that's now? That's what I like to see. Dude. Well, let's make our yeah. picks for this week. Which players do we think might uh get a little bump based on their performance this week? Uh let's 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 start. Uh, who wants to take over? Who wants to start? Maybe I should start because I'm about to go. Um Let me guess. Derek Carr has a great game against nah, nah, the weekend nah, nah, Rams nah, nah, team. Nah, nah. Okay. nah, nah. I'm not the Rams, gonna, I, the Rams defense the, is uh, not the problem. No. Th- Thursday night games are really iffy too, bro, because yeah, yeah. it's a short week for the both for teams to even just put it together a game plan. But um, let me see who who do I like this week? Well, Denver is at home against the Chiefs. Is there anything interesting in that oh. matchup? Does Russell Wilson put it together? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Boy, you want to talk about uh, <laughs> a lock. Um, let's see. Jeez. I think that who do I want to give it up to? I think Jets win this week. With Mikey White? Yeah, with Mikey White. I Against think Mike, Buffalo? Mike, they got Buffalo. Yeah. I, I think that's a good call, actually. That, that, that's a, I know. I know they barely lost last week. Uh, yeah, I know that's a stretch, but you know they, th- those teams play each other pretty tight. Buffalo's really good, part. but they've also, like, in their losses, they look bad. Like, they, it's not just that they lose close games. They, they look bad in their losses. They yeah. make bad mistakes. So I'll go, I'll go Mike White um, to, to have a bounce back game this week against Buffalo. Especially Von Miller's out, right? He's he's done yeah, for the season. Out, yeah. uh, Tommy, Tommy's coming to coming to the bay and taking down the Niners. Oh, ain't it, no, ain't no doubt, and that and that's painful to see because like I don't root for Tom Brady, but I think I think that is I think that is without a doubt. I don't think it's going to be close. You know what's going to happen too? It's going to be a double whammy. It's going to be Tom Brady comes back home to the Bay, possibly beats the Niners. I think it could be that. I, I don't know. I don't feel that great about the game. Vita, and Vita Vea is going to and guess who will be put in some work. Guess who will be sitting on the sidelines in his Mike Evans jersey with Tampa Bay? Aaron Judge. Just like he was on Monday night. No, he's just, in, he, was, he traveled with the team? Well, he was there Monday night with was. Tampa. He was. Is he a friend of Mike Evans? Yeah, I guess they're both. Oh. Uh, my my Double. my prediction, which isn't that bold, but Brock Purdy, four touchdowns, three hundred yards. <laughs> okay, uh, so cards go up. So Tam- Tampa Bay's defense is really really good. I'm doubling down. I'm doubling down. <laughs> so you're. It's not that great. They barely beat the Saints. No, 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 no. Their defense is really good. Well, even without Shaq Barrett, their defense is really good. That's a good defense. They were missing. They were they were missing three corners against the Saints starting corners. Well, Lynch used to play for him. He'll know how to figure him out. So he'll be able to, he'll be able to <laughs> call down for the booth. Like twenty years ago, you guys still running the same scheme, the Tampa Two. You guys running the Tampa Two. Everybody runs the Tampa Two. Where's Warren Sapp? <laughs> Derek, All right, Brooke. I gotta, I gotta. Uh, give me uh, the, the the Detroit Lions. Give me the Detroit oh, Lions I love, I love against the, Lions. the Vikings. Who's gonna be the standout? Amon's that, Amon Ra. That's a, good, that's a good. That's a good one. Yeah, I think. Also, I think Tua has a bounce back this week. I, I think Lions will actually probably. I think yeah, uh, yeah. Give me, give me Detroit. Uh, Vi- they're actually 
Here's the crazy Ooh, part. Miami, Miami, before C-Rad leaves, Miami, and I know you're, he's not on the mic, but Miami playing the Chargers, they both need wins. Yeah. That's going to be a crazy I game. think two has a big Char- rebound. Charger, Chargers may not win another game this year. Yeah, two has a big I, rebound against my Bolt. They, the, char- the Chargers are if – you, if you are an L.A. team right now and you play football, you're bad. Yeah, unfortunately. And those two Opposite teams have to play year. each other. I, maybe they just – They will play each other. Maybe they just go like – Tie, which don't show up. Yeah, <laughs> but the crazy part of the Detroit game, they're the favorites against the Vikings at home. Wow, well, no. uh, in Detroit, in Detroit. But they, oh. I believe they were betting favorites no, going into today. No, it might have, the line no, might have changed. No, but I believe they were slight betting favorites. No. Well, I, I hope so because then they'll move us up closer to the second. But give seed. me Detroit, and I think Detroit uh, as a got to run into them to sneak. I'm in trying to see. Seven. They don't. Do they have it on? The, I. They may, and the line may have changed, but I, I swear to God. You know why NFL.com uh, is whack? Sorry, this is a side note. But I used to be like, sometimes I don't want to see my guys. I know this is kind of a weird tendency, and if any of you guys do this, let me know. Is I don't want to go to my fantasy team and see the actual score. I want to go to the stat line and see what my guy did like as more of a surprise. So I go on NFL.com, and it's like they won't even let you see the scores now during the game. They want you to sign up their premium thing. But I just want okay, ESPN. You're getting my business because can't, I'm not yeah. going on NFL.com can't anymore. Look at box scores. Yeah. They don't. They don't do the box scores during the during during the actual games I, anymore. I've never. I've never gone. ESPN's yeah, got the best. But I had to know box scores when you're like you know following live games and stuff. And yeah, but ESPN probably the best box. Scores. Yeah, rather than to go to my actual fantasy lineup or my DraftKings, I like to actually see if something happened first. Like if I've missed the replay. So I'll go on there and say, oh, you know, my guy's got 60 yards and a touchdown by 13 points. You know what I mean? Um, I know it's kind of weird, but it's just like. NFL, fix your box. Yeah, yeah, fix your site. But uh, so who's going to do it from the Lions? Amon, Amon Ra? Uh, I mean, Jam- Goff. Jamison Williams. Jamal Jamal Williams, uh, the running back. Williams. Aiden Hutchinson, Jamal. two, three sacks against. Uh, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson. Kirk. I mean, they just got their first round receiver back into the mix. Yep. What's his name? I think it's Jamison Williams. Yeah, something like that. Could be wrong. He was hurt all year. Don't hold us hurt all year. I think he was like the seventeenth pick overall. Or yeah. something. Like, and the Lions are putting it together. They're probably going to get a top five. They're pick. fun. They're exciting. They're going to get a top five draft pick. Yeah. What do we think? Uh, what do we think about this twenty twenty two rookie class? I mean, it seems like there's more. I know we've lost some stars. We've lost Brees Hall, and, and guys have gotten hurt. But I feel like every week there's a new like person that's like lighting up the stat sheet. I mean, receiving class might be arguably one of the best we've seen in a while. I mean Garrett Wilson having a big big week last week, so that was pre- that was a ve- that was great news. I mean Pickens has looked good. Yeah, uh, the the kid from Pickens to the Pickett uh, to Pickens, right? Is yeah, the kid from uh, Green Bay. Watson had a big game, Looking which is on, good. My, on my bench. Um, Olave has eight hundred eighty-seven yards. Mm-hmm. So. I think he actually might lead. He does in the yards. Rookie, the rookies in yards. He's probably your offensive rookie of the year. But the fact, yeah, Pickett has looked better as of late, which is really Are the you best. Sure it won't be new. Brock Purdy. Yeah, well, oh, well, good Might point. Might not qualify. Might not qualify. Good point. <laughs> good point. And and I will argue uh, the uncertainty with the Carolina Panthers, Mayfield gone, is great news for Mac for for Matt Corral. If you're collecting him, because I think that's when it comes down to it. It's true. The best thing for rookie QBs is the unknown. Well, who? I mean, and you got Desmond Ritter. So, so who's playing quarterback for Darnold? Is it Darnold? I believe so. And Darnold's a free agent. Darnold he, got a win, right? His yes, first game back. Get some, Bron- get some Broncos team. Jeez. Good lord. 
bad. God, are, 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 is there any team in worse shape than the Broncos right now? Well, with the expectations. I mean, dude, the, yeah. The, when you when you say that, well, Rams, and how well that defense. Well, there is. Playing, is a, I, I'm Rams, sorry, the Rams no. have not won in like say. almost two months. Don't want to pick guys, on you, but yeah, the Super Bowl champions completed it. They, I mean, the Broncos had Super Bowl fifty, but. Um, like I think the Broncos defense, yeah, Broncos defense is ranked fifth in the league, and they just can't, and they win. just can't score. I mean, last week's game, I swear, I looked at it three times, and it was nine to three. Well, the time. their uh, their coach has to be out of there, right? Yeah, he, I mean, yeah, it has to be. I mean, he he's pretty bad. They lost. I mean, that was, and then the Lamar Jackson gets hurt, and they still lose. The Titans GM got fired. Uh. A.J. Brown for the Eagles went off against the Titans, and that dude, their G, the Titans GM gets fired on Monday. Yeah. Hmm. Well, like, for letting him go, and he showed up. They, well, they, they traded him. Yeah. They traded him, and then he— And they have no receivers. Yeah. <laughs> they have King Henry. Well, I think that's going to wrap up today's show, guys. Thanks for tuning in, mojobreak.com. We've got a lot of stuff coming up. Check out our eBay Live next Wednesday where we will have amazing deals. We're also going to have um, a Tom Brady signed jersey at a discount price. We're going to have a game-used Bryce Harper, Harper jersey along with a lots of wax and including Pokemon. So tune in if you're looking for those last-minute gifts for Christmas, eBay Live for p.m. Pacific. And always check out mojobreak.com for your breaks and mojobreakshop.com for your boxes. Till next week, peace.